When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why is it that we had all these grandiose plans? Oh, we're going to record a Blue Harvest with Will and Nick. And then we're going to record like two high potions with Will and Nick. And here it is, Sunday night, the night before Steve has to go back to fucking Florida. And we're like, oh, we didn't record anything. We should do something. We were just having too goddamn good of a time. That's right. We're too busy living. Yeah. Yeah. Get busy living. What's the... Or something. You know, I don't know, man. I'm, I am not one to be given inspirational advice. You know, that ain't me. Um, so today we are just going to talk about the weekend, the weekend with the boys, the yeah. boys' weekend, which sounds way more nefarious than it turned out to be. Definitely a lot of laughs, though. Oh my God, the laughs. But we had a giggle fit out on my front porch last night from a meme that Will sent about chocolate rain that like almost killed me and Steve. And Nick was like, we couldn't figure out why Nick didn't think it was so funny. And then it turns out Nick's never seen chocolate rain. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, So we're going to talk. Honestly, Steve and I played a lot of different co-op games. When he got here on Thursday, I just we downloaded a bunch of shit. So we're going to go over that. We'll talk about the Tool concert, and I don't know. See what happens. You bitch! <laughs> That's a new character who you guys might be getting to know. Because <laughs> you know there was at least a bit created. Yeah. Quite a bit more than one. But Man, it has been a lot of fun. Oh, man, it has. I do not want to go back to the real world. Yeah, me neither. It, it calls, but I don't want to answer. No, but I, ain't, I said send it to send that bitch the voicemail, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> um, so Steve got in on Thursday, like forty five minutes after I got off work or so, and we kind of just immediately started downloading games. <laughs> it, it didn't take long at all. No, I had kind of a sketchy flight. Um, oh yeah, talk about that. Yeah, so it's just like a you know Southwest does a great round trip fare from tampa to birmingham mm-hmm. um 
And, you know, we've taken it plenty of times, no problems. And, there, you know, the flight was fine. Just sometimes there's going to be scary turbulence. And this happened to be one of the scarier ones where um, it felt like I jumped a foot out of my seat oh. because the plane dropped so sharply. Mm-hmm. And everybody on the plane, like, <gasps> you know. And you I don't s- like that. You still have the people playing it cool. Oh, like yeah. They, like, like they're, they're af- fucking cool. Right. Like, yeah. they're, they're not afraid. Like, the, the guys with their earbuds in who are looking around, like, okay. Okay, loser. lightweights. You oh, know, no, fuck you! You know, no planes ever crashed because of turbulence. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Tell that to the poop that just escaped my butt, man. Yeah, yeah, the little fucking turtle head that just came out and said hello because of that turtle, because of that turbulence. Bro. That was mm. really scary. I, I, I like hate, that. obviously, plane turbulence. I'm sure nobody out there really enjoys it. I like plane turbulence. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some doo-doo feces butthole naysayer that's going to be like you know actually turbulence makes the flight <laughs> you'll remember this one <laughs> yeah yeah that's not the kind of memories i'm looking to make you bitch <laughs> exactly i want my flight to be something i forget immediately yeah 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 <laughs> my favorite thing is when steve showed up he was like oh i definitely gotta tip my uber driver because he didn't say a word the whole... And I was like, good. Yeah, that's the <laughs> my experience. Favorite, my favorite kind. Yeah. Oh, dude, and we've got another... We weren't there for it, but there's another Uber story from this weekend that's real funny. <laughs> um, So Steve gets here. We start looking because we knew Tekken 8 was going to come out in like an hour or two after Steve got here. So I had that pre-downloaded. And then what all... I mean... The amount of shit we downloaded and didn't play, a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, we tried. I tried like two minutes of Captain Subasa, and I was like, "Nope, this isn't gonna be the one." No, nah, no, nah, we need some time. That might be one where we both have to practice on our own and come back to Captain Subasa. Yeah, it just made me want to play FIFA. Yeah, but FIFA doesn't have anime. Boys. I know. I get that. I get that. But yeah. um, so. We downloaded that. We downloaded some mana games. I was like, ooh, those are co-op. We'll play this. We downloaded Dragon's Crown. We'll have something to say about that. uh, (laughs) I got some big things to say about that game. Some big games, Steve Boobs. Um, (laughs) We downloaded... Hunt Down. Hunt Down. Mm -hmm. We played played through the first area of Hunt Down. That shit was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, We downloaded... I think feel like we're missing something there probably is and we'll figure it out Fuck um, me, I guess. we uh i watched you play some yakuza or uh, like a dragon the man who erased his name can we stop for just a goddamn second steve listen michael pappas i know you're listening to this and you know i love you buddy but what are you doing here fucking stunting on me you started playing yakuza this month and you're already on kawami too you bitch <laughs> slow down you bitch that's pretty impressive man because kiwami not as long as the yakuza zero but it's still i would say at least a 40 hour commitment if not more yeah Yeah. probably like 40 to 50 yeah and he was so so i woke up this morning and he was like why is kiwami 2 so different so i had to explain to him that zero and kiwami were made on the same engine that was pretty much like a a spruced up version of the engine I think they used in four and five. And then Kiwami two is on the same engine as six. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's a confusing twisted sorted tale of engineering. Yeah. Well, considering there's like 
several thousand hours of gameplay available in that series. Of course, it can't just be easy to follow. It's got to be complicated. Yeah, bitch! Everything's complicated. But yeah, watching you play that was fun. Uh, Got to see... Oh, God. Kiryu kicks mass. Dude. So, okay. So, I have been... I played Like a Dragon when I finally beat Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. I played it mostly in English because I was streaming a lot of it. And I don't want someone, like, if someone's hanging out watching the stream, like, I want to make it as easy for them to watch and hang out as possible, right? Like, they don't need to be sitting there reading the subtitles. So Steve comes over, and we're hanging out in recliners, and he's like, ooh, let me see some of this. And I'm playing it, and he doesn't realize it's in English until I go and order food. And Yakuza and Kiryu goes, looks good. And Steve said, what? I said, huh? What? Uh, I was like, uh, I was offended. It was like, uh, it was like you had shown me a picture of the Mona Lisa with like, and but changed her eyes or, or something like bops. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, huh? I was looking forward to hearing Itadakimasu. <laughs> right. So I had you go back, quit out to the menu, and put. Oh that no! Shit oh yeah! No, I, you didn't even have to. Add, as soon as I saw your reaction, I said, "I can't." Mm-mm. <laughs> Hold up, we changed this. We changed this. I, I fucked up. I totally understand you putting it in English for streaming yeah. reasons, though. That makes tons of sense. Um, so yeah, that was fun. I mean, I did a story mission and some r- related Yakuza fucking bullshit. Like, uh, of course, Steve shows up right of, as I've unlocked the quests, uh, like the side quests, and there's like four people that want something from the Crane game, and I'm like, well, Steve, <laughs> I've only it's got always one. a bit. You yeah. know, that's always a go-to bit, and the fact that I was here to yeah. watch. Like, I was like, well, watch play some Yakuza, and it turns like, out that it's Crane Games. Hey, so uh, you going to watch me. you going to watch me win some shit of Crane Games. Let me tell you something. This dude, anytime you did, like, for real, like, three or four. I can't remember yep. if it was three or four. But every time somebody was like, I want this sort of thing, he he goes to the Crane machine, puts in his... His yen, uh-huh. and then proceeds to win the, the item on the first, first try, <laughs> and then not get anything on the second and third. All four times, it was the same thing. I was like, "What the fuck?" You got some some good skill at that, because as a, as somebody who's fucked around on the crane game and yakuza a fair bit myself, it's not as easy as you make it look. Oh, but it's fun. <laughs> I wish real crane games. We went to uh, to get br- brunch yesterday at Marty's, and I was eyeing the crane game in there. You sure were. I was like, like Kiryu. Money. Mm, <laughs> Looks good. Then the food came <laughs> out, and you were like, Itadakimasu. Itadakimasu. Um. So, yeah, on Thursday, Steve and I just hung out and played games. Uh, we started Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown is made by Vanillaware. They they are kind of like a Dark Horse favorite developer of mine because they always do something <laughs> kind of weird and their art style is real interesting. They did Odin Sphere, if you've ever seen that game on PlayStation 4. Seen it like, in the store. Yeah, they yeah. did like a remaster for the PlayStation 4. I think that was a... PlayStation 2 or 3 game, I can't remember. Then they did Dragon's Crown. Then they did a game I haven't played yet called 13 Sentinels. 
I've definitely heard of that. Yeah. it's and, and people compare that shit to Lost with mechs. And I said, cool, I definitely want to play that, but I have yet to play it. And then they have another game coming out this year that Michael Pappas actually has been getting me fucking hyped on. That's like a Final Fantasy tactic style game Ooh. with that art style. Could be sick. Is Pappas a side quest guy? Uh, I believe so. Like you know when he get, when he's getting into these yakuza games. Like, well, maybe so, not hundred percent in them, but it, you yeah, think well. he's doing like a decent amount of the side content and stuff. If you want me to be completely honest, I don't know. But we need to have him back on, and we'll find out. Yeah, I feel like well, he did tell me I didn't do everything, but I did a lot of it, and I want to know what that means, Michael Pappas. Because if you're like I did everything but beat Shogi and fucking Koi Koi and. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, actually a decent idea for the next time we have him on instead of we can also talk about whatever's on his mind but now when he comes on we mm-hmm. can we can have like a grill mike papa se- segment where uh-huh. we can ask him whatever questions we want about the games he's been playing so the game they have coming out it actually comes out in march fuck me it's called <laughs> unicorn overlord it's Heard upcoming tactic tactical role-playing game developed by vanilla Ware. i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out but that's Steam. Or is oh, that yep. going to be on uh, it's, console it, as well? Bro, it looks like it's on just about goddamn everything. Hell yeah. Good. Uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, and Xbox Series X and S. So, Sweet. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, we start playing Dragon's Crown. We, well, one thing we were like, oh, maybe we should download some beat-em-up. So, I downloaded like the Capcom beat-em-up collection that I had. And then I was like, you know, Dragon Crown... It's kind of that sort of game, but it's got more RPG elements. And one thing it definitely has is um, (laughs) big boobs. Overloaded sex uh, appeal to horny teenagers. Teenagers, bro. I mean, I'm just... I ain't be been classy. a teenager in damn near three decades, and I was like, this game slaps! <laughs> um, yeah, you were a muscle mommy yep. warrior character. Amazon, that was... So there's different classes you can pick. They have different moves, obviously. They're skill trees, but it is essentially like Golden Axe, essentially, with RPG mechanics, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, man, their art style... Besides, big boobs, thanks. Like, great. You do, Thank you, wonderful love it love to see it you love to see it folks but uh the art style in all their games is is like that in Mm -hmm. dragon's crown and it's so cool like it has a real cool like almost hand-drawn storybook art style to it if storybooks had sorceresses with g cups big old boobs (laughs) giant boobs yeah they're ridiculous um yeah, and the music is actually really good. Really good, too. Yeah. yeah. Controls are nice and tight and responsive. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't been a... T- I mean, we maybe played a couple, two to three hours over a couple PlayStation, you know, play sessions. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say that it was. It, it stood out as being, like, outstanding. No, and there's definitely some quality of life and menu, um, menu navigation. Mm-hmm. Things with it that are kind of annoying. Like, I think it's annoying that we both have to go into the... So when you're playing co-op, at least couch co-op, you both have to go into the store separately if you want to sell or buy stuff. You have to accept quests separately, which is real annoying. Um, And that sort of thing. Just quality of life stuff that could be 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, every time we went somewhere, and they make you go a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. There's like a hub area, and this is one of the complaints that I would have, is that that might should have just been one one menu. One menu for the hub area. One menu, you pick where you want to go, and you get it all done. Instead of having to walk back and forth, that was kind of redundant. Uh Uh Um, And also, yeah, me having to um, accept the same quests and have to go separately every time we left the armorer for me to go back in and repair. Yeah, that that and so that game originally came out on PlayStation 3 and then they remastered it for 4. So, you know, it okay. is not a super modern game by any means. Fair enough. Um it was fun the combat, you know, you it's it's pretty basic golden axe stuff. Yeah. Um but there's there's obviously a little bit more to it these days. There's kind of like a skill tree mm-hmm. you can get which unlocks moves, um and equipment slots and mm. uh there's like an extra party member that's a rogue that's only there to unlock chests and doors. We figured out this whole like secret path thing in the levels mm-hmm. where there's different ways you can go and um, yeah, because you basically you don't control. We don't control the rogue. Nah. What nah. we do is there's like a point and Almost. click mechanic mm-hmm. where you can click, you can pull up a hand and click on a chest or a door, and he'll go unlock that sort of thing for you. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and then like there's another mechanic where you can find the bones of dead people, and Steve has a spell where he can raise them from the dead and make like a, a skeleton minion. Or you can take the bones back into town and a dude will just bring them back to life. Right. Which, well, damn, it's pretty easy going in the world of Dragon's Crown. They have the greatest cleric of the age, yeah. apparently, because yeah. this dude can take a pile of moldy bones and just be like, hey, welcome uh-huh. back. Uh-huh. Wake up, samurai. We've got a city to burn. Um, uh, and in those cases, when you raise somebody, sometimes it's for a quest or whatever, but a lot of times it'll be... Uh, party members that you can then use on quest. Mm-hmm. Another thing that annoys me in that game is every time you go back to town, you have to set your party again. The amount of times we've had a full party, you know, me, Steve, and two AI control characters with the levels ass, go back to town, sell all our shit, repair, and be like, you want to go do the next quest? Cool. Realize we don't have our guys. Yeah. 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 And, and they cost money every time too. Yeah. You know, which to is put back into the party. Um, and they have the weirdest fucking blandest names. We have a guy named Dylan, <laughs> a guy named Paul, which by the way, if your name is Dylan or Paul, that's awesome. But we're talking in a fantasy game. You right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Ian. Ian. Yeah. <laughs> Just all right. John. <laughs> yeah. I mean like, you know, if I was playing a, a from game, I'm not naming my guy, Steve. You know no. what I mean? Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Steve, we're out of Cheemtoes. <laughs> Cheemtoes. Cheemtoes. Um, that's, that's not even getting explained. <laughs> uh, Chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. Oh, Vince McMahon. Okay. Uh, can we take... Steve, I think if you are someone who's born and you think, I want to run wrestling. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I want to be behind the scenes in wrestling. Mm-hmm. That there is something dark and fucked up and useless and awful and stinky and smelly and ugly in your soul. 
Yeah, if I you want to so. be involved, because be. I've seen nothing but evidence to prove me correct. <laughs> on the higher level, Vince McMahon's taking dookies on ladies' heads, and on the quote-unquote local level, where four dudes show up to a fucking theater to watch some fucking fat dudes babble into a mic about mediocre ro- local wrestling, awful people there too. <laughs> yeah, it tends. It's a. <clears throat> A business that tends to attract fuck them. Not the not the greatest. No, uh, yeah, clearly, clearly. So if you're sitting here listening, going, I kind of want to start up a local wrestling league. You're fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> um, how did I get des- oh Vince McMahon taking dookies on ladies' heads? What a piece of shit. And it's one of those things that um, when I saw the headline, I was like, well, that is true. I don't even need to read the oh, article. Right, yeah. That 100% happened. Yeah, that definitely is true. Um, so, yeah, Dragon Crown was fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I... So, your... My character is pretty straightforward. I was a lady with an axe. You know, you get special combos and moves and shit. The sorceress that you were playing... Um, yeah, she was a little bit more involved, I guess. Um you have like a basic attack, but it's pretty weak. Its only purpose is to kind of, when you hit people with it, it charges your mana back up. Then you can use spells. Then you can use spells. Depending on what you have equipped, it changes mm-hmm. your, your spell. But I also learn spells that I can use mm-hmm. just by casting them. And I went kind of went with the thundercloud spell in it's this. Awesome. And you just, yeah, this, this cloud comes out and just starts zipping around the screen. Like uh, one of those things from super Mario, that uh-huh. would, like fly over you yep. and, and throw stuff at you the whole time. Was it Lakitu? I hated that, bro. Bro. Worst guy. Worst guy. <laughs> he was the worst. Fuck Lakitu. All my friends hate Lakitu. Fucking Lakitu. Fucking Lakitu. <laughs> Dropping spiky fucking whatever the fuck those things are. Yeah. Get out of here. They're probably talking about, ooh, you know what? We're we're such renegades. We're going to make a wrestling federation. <laughs> Lakitu. Always felt good when you got Lakitu, you know? Oh, when you could get up somewhere high. Somewhere high enough that they, they'd let you get One him. day I'm going to get high enough and I'm going to bonk my personal Lakitu on the head. Bang, bang. <laughs> Um, and then like, so I figure we'll talk about it in a little bit cause we got more into it as the weekend went on, but we did fuck around with Tekken seven when it went live. Eight, we'll, uh, eight, eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we played hunt down hunt down is a game that Steve sent me on Xbox live. Like before you moved two to three years ago at this point. Yeah. It's been a, it's been and a while. You were like, this game's sick. It would be awesome to play at co-op. In fact, it was during lockdown, mm-hmm. and we got the game, we installed it, and we were like, couch co-op only? Hold up, couch co-op only? Aww. And then three years later, what do we find, baby? The hunt down waiting on us. Hunt down is sick. It's fun. It is real fun. Yeah, it's like a, what did we say, kind of like contra e. Um, Russian attack, ba- kind of like yeah, a little bit of that in there. But it's also got a bit of a like a flashback feel mm-hmm, to it with mm-hmm. the cover mechanic and yep. shit. Um, a lot faster paced than than flashback, but yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the graphics are kind of that old school pixel mm-hmm. pixel stuff, but it looks good. Like yeah. the, everything stands out just fine. And um, you know, you you have like er, there's three different characters you can pick. Each one of them has like a main mm-hmm. weapon that never runs out of ammo. But you're constantly picking up other weapons. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like Contra, like a spread gun, or yeah. But in this one, it's more like realistic, like a shotgun or an assault rifle or an SMG. Uh, different melee weapons, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And the whole conceit of it is you're just cops working in like this kind of post-apocalyptic city. It feels like where you're dealing with these separate kind of warriors style gangs. Mm-hmm. And so you're just going from one part of the city to the other, like eliminating all the captains. Yeah. And so we did the first area um, and it was a lot of fun. I think it's like five levels. Yeah. And the levels are snappy. The gameplay is snappy. Like graphics are great. It never felt unfairly difficult. Mm-hmm. Felt difficult. But There's never, a, yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a good amount of checkpoints in the levels yeah. too. It's not like um, you have to go from the beginning. Your your lives are limited though. They are. And uh, once those run out, then yeah, you'd have to start over from that level. You don't have to start at the beginning, beginning. Or it's not like right. a roguelike or anything. Yeah. Like well, that. and and when you're playing co-op, you have the opportunity to. If your buddy dies, you can bring him back to life. That we had to do that a lot in yep. one of those fights. Yep. I think it was the it was the one with like the flamethrower guy, wasn't right, it? Right, that sets himself on fire and starts <laughs> yeah. running around. That dude was an issue. Yeah, he was a problem. We kept. Uh, I think we rezzed each other like three or four times, but it worked out. We didn't wipe, you know. No, no, we got all the way through the first area. I was like. And when we were getting into the la- that boss fight in the last area, Steve goes, this is the last guy. And I was like, wait, this game's over already? <laughs> but no, it's just the first area. Yeah, probably we were like one-sixth of the way through. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Something like that. But like on each level, there's um, also a guy, like three briefcases that mm-hmm. are kind of scattered throughout that you can find. Mm-hmm. And um, if you kill everybody on the level and also make it through without dying... Those are kind of like the three things they grade you on at the end, and you oh, get okay. bonus, bonus points. So there's always like kind of a reason to go back through the level to try to get like a really great score. I think there's leaderboards and such, um, but it's a real fun game. I think it, I think it's like twenty bucks. But if you really like that old school like side scrolling, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you do have somebody to play couch, couch co-op, co-op with, yeah. I think that's a fun game to play. Oh, yeah. Can you do three players? I don't think so. I just think it's two. just two. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but yeah, big thumbs up for me for what it for what type of game it is. Yeah, man, it's solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish they had online multiplayer. Agreed. Yeah, hopefully that studio will maybe do a follow up mm-hmm. at some point. Maybe it'll have that kind of. Maybe they'll just do Contra. <laughs> yeah, they'll do the next Contra. You bitch! I mean, honestly, dude, all those Konami franchises are due. I'm talking about bring back Jackal. You know? Oh my God, Jackal! This man said, "Bring back Jackal," and I agree. I'm not saying I disagree, but man, that I didn't see that coming. He really got me with Jackal, you guys. Um, yeah, Jackal would be cool. I'm dying for a new Castlevania. Yeah, I mean, come on. I know Bloodstained was is a thing now, and those games are good. Sure, but um, I want a Castlevania. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's so veiny. Yeah. I want to I want one of those too. Um and yeah, I mean, we kind of just hung out, played games, hit the bed not super late, but not super early either. Um cuz the next day Will and Nick were getting here. Mm-hmm. And so we get up on Friday morning like it's fucking Christmas morning, bro. We're going to see Tool and Will and Nick are getting here. Will got here and he was rocking the tank top with the fucking shoulder popping. 
<laughs> popping, bro. Yep, pulled up like a boss. Yep, yep, just pulled up. It's like, hey guys, they gave me a new immersion blender, and like a month ago, he gave me immersion the same type of immersion blender, but a different color. And Steve was like, hey man, I need an immersion blender. So now we're them lightsaber immersion blender boys. That's right. That's right. Um, the next time I make pasta sauce, which is probably going to be soon, not uh, this upcoming week. It's going to be tomorrow. tomorrow. You're going to land. Excuse me, Garcon. Can you take me to the store to buy the ingredients for pasta sauce? <laughs> I don't know why you call an Uber driver Garcon. Uh, I probably would. Um but yeah, no, that's gonna be funny. I'm not gonna tell her about it, and I'm just uh, when it because that's kind of what you do towards the end, and I'm gonna just wait because I be, I bet it makes the sound. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Lightsaber hand blender. What's it say? Variable speed and soft touch grip. Okay. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I ain't gonna read through all this, but let's hope it does. Yeah, I hope it does. I yeah, hope man. it's got some kind of uh, some kind of sound. She's gonna say, "I smell your lightsaber." Yeah, it smells delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Will, for the immersion yeah. blender. <laughs> so we hung out with Will. Um, then Nick showed up not too long later. Of course, Nick had, he was like, "Fucking traffic." <laughs> That's all yeah, he texted me. I I woke up. Uh, about nine o'clock that morning, and the first thing I did was text him because honestly, the day before he was like, "When should I show up?" And you were like, like, "Now, now, yeah, Why get here now." And yeah. and then I was like, "Come early, please. I'll get up. I'll be up." You <laughs> yeah. Know? And so I text him at nine, like, "You on your way?" And he goes, "Actually, yeah, I just need to get gas, and um, I'm I'm, I'm hitting the road." Yeah. And then he texts me a couple hours later with just some picture of traffic on the interstate. Mm -hmm. and, so he got in uh, about an hour after, after Will. Will. Yeah. yeah. So. And so Steve and I had a time limit. We had to leave to go to the venue earlier than those two dudes because we were doing the, the tool VIP. Mm -hmm. So Nick shows up. We hang out with him. He and Will start making a game plan of what they're going to do while they're hanging. Because this is their first time hanging, hanging out by, together yeah, by yeah. themselves. Yeah. Which, like they know funny. each other for, for years right. through yeah, Xbox yeah. Party Chat mm -hmm. and, and Discord. Um, and they're like, and Nick was like, I kind of like to see you play a little Fortnite, <laughs> and that's all. Will was like, I'll play, some, I'll play some fucking Fortnite. Nick knows how to make friends with with uh -huh. people. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, I'll watch you play Fortnite. <laughs> and Will was like, Okay, done. So we leave those two to their own devices, and we head up to the venue for what? I like at this point I started to get a little nervous about the tool VIP stuff just because like I've never done it before. How's this gonna go? And I knew it was gonna be interesting for a few different reasons. And one of those reasons I was like, I wonder if we'll see this happen paid off in a big way, right? So we get there, we you know we have the email, we know where we got to go to to check in. And that takes us a little while to find. <laughs> That fucking BJCC complex is huge. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, there's a courtyard. There's multiple. There's way more than one <laughs> courtyard at that place. How do I know? When we when Will and I were trying to find my car later. <laughs> so we get checked in, and tool staff that runs the VIP are super cool. Yeah, yeah, they were nice. I think we we dealt with a combination of tools staff and the venue so, staff. Yeah, the lady um who first 
took like who took us to go yeah. to the front of the line. She worked for Tool. Right. The guy who took us down. Will to sound check. Wait, he said Will. That's yeah. No, the other oh, his guy. Na- his name was Will. The guy, the the white kid with the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Will. He, he was the venue guy. He was a venue yeah. guy, and then the other guy, Juan. The hat. Yeah, the, yeah, he was tool guy. He was a tool guy. He pretty much runs VIP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we show up, and I'm in a wheelchair. So they're like, "We're going to take you to the front of the line." So just. And we show up and and you can see people lined up. We're at this point, we're in like a concourse in this empty ass arena, mm-hmm. which is real weird. I've never been in the BJCC and seen it that empty. And they're like, just go to the front of the line. And when it's time for y'all to go down, we'll take you down there. Mm-hmm. And immediately when we get to the front of the line, there's this one fucking dude. We got bad vibes put towards us immediately. This yeah. dude was an asshole he became known as the try hard all right Mm -hmm. so there's this whole thing in tool fandom that is pretty cringy and annoying in relation to their show posters which i'm a fan of i like them but there is this whole competitive culture and flipper culture with it that's super annoying and there's, from what I understand from being in some pretty try-hard Facebook groups, there are a handful of folks that go to as many shows as possible and get VIP so they can try to get their hands on as many posters as possible and flip them. Mm-hmm. And this is that guy's only concern. Like, you and I are like, holy fuck, we're going to get to see Tool Soundcheck. We're doing the VIP, yada, yada, yada. This guy seems totally unconcerned with that. He all he's doing is because like I don't know, thirty feet from us there's a merch booth getting right. set up, and he's muttering under his breath like he's watching a lady take her clothes off. He's like, oh yeah, they're foil, bro, oh, bro. And he's like, they're oh, full she's foil. She's clamping them, dude. She's full. clamping them. Don't, don't clamp them. Don't, don't clamp, clamp them like that, don't bitch. Don't clamp them. Yeah, yeah. He's, it was creepy, man. Yeah, and he started getting progressively more red in the face and sweaty as. So they bring me and Steve to the front of the line. And then about 20 minutes later, they bring a, a guy and his son to the front of the line. Little kid. Little yeah, kid. Like eight, seven, yeah. eight years old. And so let me explain why they're doing this. So when we go in for sound check, which we'll eventually discuss, yeah. um, they want the, the people who are smaller or have lower sight to be, to up, be front up front so they can see. Exactly. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, it makes total sense. Like these other people are going to be able to see just mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. one row back mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, it's not about even seeing. It's I, about the fucking posters. It's crazy. I've never seen somebody get so bent out of shape about over a, some kids and a dude in a wheelchair. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, and like every because then after that first one, a few more happened where parents with kids came in and he got more sweaty and more angry and was like. Like anybody could look at this dude and tell that he was having a come apart. <laughs> this dude was such an asshole. And I even heard him say, well, I guess we got to start bringing fucking kids. Yeah. Too bad. You probably will never have any. <laughs> no, nah, man, that dude, <laughs> he was there is, by himself. That dude is lonelier and sadder than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And, and that will continue. It was just, it was just a bummer, you know, like I was able to, he had a real renegade attitude. You know what I mean? It it wasn't hard for me to ignore him. Like, no, no. Cause we were, we immediately started bitten on him too. Yeah. yeah. And then there was a guy who I can only describe as skinny Pete from breaking bad, who 
was down bad or something was going on with this man. And like, he was upset. Like, and I knew it was going to be interesting because anytime you do something like that, you're kind of going to be in the presence of like the super hardcore fans, which I consider myself one of, of course. And the people who are in it for other things like flipping posters online. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and honestly, when I think about people like that, it just my default hate for that is when I think about trying to buy a PlayStation mm -hmm. and and having to deal with those stupid fucking scalpers. This mm -hmm. is the same kind of shit. So if I'm able to ruin that guy's day even oh, yeah. a little bit, oh yeah, give it to me. Give it to give me. Give it to me. Give me the chance. Give me the drip oh, feed. We got to talk the faucet, baby. So we had to check our phones in, right? We get a lost numbers or claim ticket. Yep, that was a good sign. And then they gave us our swag bag, which I don't know. I feel like maybe people that go to those VIP things a lot are a little spoiled. But I was like, this fucking rules. I got a tool duffel bag and a beanie. I'm a hat guy. Mm -hmm. And a, like a commemorative ticket and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. we got the lanyard. Yeah. And like the, the lanyard and the ticket are really like high quality yeah. like stuff. It's yeah. not like And the bag is cool too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the hat's nice. Fits yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Super warm. Perfect mm -hmm. for the fucking weather that showed up later this weekend. Yeah, it's a premium hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, this rules. Tool stuff. I love tool stuff. <laughs> Um, and I'll be honest, I was not expecting the wait for the soundtrack to feel as long as it did. We stood in line for probably about an hour. Yeah, I think an probably hour about and 10, an hour yeah. and 15, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. Um, cause, to, uh, soundtrack was supposed to be at four 30 and check-in started at three 15. We got there right around three 15, probably three 30, three 35 by the time we actually mm -hmm. found where we needed to check in. Um, I think I heard that they had problems during sound check, then we which we kinda heard. I yeah, that they, was what was interesting is we could hear their texts mm -hmm. like sound checking and then immediately as soon as it was one of the band members, it was Adam. I go, That's actually Adam. <laughs> yeah. I knew it immediately when it went from being a tech to being Adam. It's so funny. They they fucked around with Rocky like a hurricane uh -huh. at one point. Nobody knew it in the band, you could tell, but they were all trying to figure it out. Uh -huh. And I was like, I could show you. Yeah. But uh um they had apparently went over and they cut calling voices from the set because uh, they they ran over or they're they're going to do it at at um, sound check. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. Ah. So I we didn't you. get that, but um, we did get. Well, so talk about that. So we're hanging out and we say, well, I was like, "That's Adam. I hear Adam. Oh, that's jo oh, and that's Danny." Like I could hear when each of them was playing, and then we heard Maynard for like five seconds he came out and did the intro to the pot and he was like all right see you guys later mm -hmm. and then they ushered us in and now i really start getting nervous and like so from my perspective we go down the elevator with our venue buddy will super and, nice guy yeah super nice he starts he's, he's like you know i missed them at bonnaroo what were you watching will instead of tool at bonnaroo <laughs> i gotta know i should have asked him so i was just like eh <laughs> I remember Lollapalooza 90. Yeah, he was 92. like, how long have you guys been fans <laughs> of the band? And we were like, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Yeah, yeah, we've been there. OGT. Um, and so they push us out, well, push me out into uh, the venue, like into the arena, right up against the barricade. And we are like, when I go in, I'm immediately like that cat meme. Huh? <laughs> Huh? Huh? 
Because we are five feet from my favorite member of Tool, Adam Jones. And Steve goes, now that's a cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were we were so close to him. I mean, like Dude. we're at we're literally at the front of the barricade. Yep. Um, and you're on the end of the barricade. Yep. Um, so and the guy next to me was the one guy that was cool in VIP. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. immediately like gave me fist bumps. And he was like, "Is this your first time?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like. You're Fucking love it. He was right. Yeah, that guy was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Well, not everybody. The, the guy who was in front of us as we were going into the barricade, I thought was really cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he and his, his lady were really nice. But so we, we sit there and, and they're, they're just kind, kind of, of dicking around on their instruments, you know, yeah. kind of dialing it in a little bit. And then, they're all wearing comfy clothes and <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I You know, and it is it's always kind of weird when people probably come just stand and stare at you while you're like, yeah. doing your pregame stuff, you know, but they handled it well, I thought. And um, I, I forget how it started. Was it, it Danny? Start, well, no, they started. Well, yeah, he triggered like that little sample that's mm-hmm. at the beginning of eulogy and everybody goes, oh, and then he stopped it and everybody goes, oh. And then they played it. And then Justin mm-hmm. um, started playing on bass. Mm-hmm. And then it, the rest of them kicked in. And, oh, my God, I was in fucking heaven, dude. This Bro. was my favorite part of the entire night. Oh, this was mean, my, it's hard and, and to the, beat. And, and the show was fantastic. But yeah, this yeah. part was amazing to me. Like, yeah. Just to be able to watch them. And they played the whole thing. And in my head, I'm singing along. Me too. I'm going and to I'm pop, like, I'll do how all that the, shit. How the fuck do I know the words? I could sing for Tool if I had a good yep. voice because I know exactly where I'm supposed to be coming Didn't in. Didn't miss a lick. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you know what? For a song that they do not play anymore, they nailed they it. They nailed it. Yeah. I mean, it was what it was I would say it was probably like from like a critic, music critic standpoint, they they like ninety five percent played yeah. as like a fucking warm up. Incredible, yeah. dude. And, like, what was weird was seeing, like, you could see on Adam's face when he fucked up a couple mm-hmm. of years. Yeah, like, oh. just, ah, yeah. yeah. And and also, Justin would look at him, too. Uh-huh. Did you notice that? Yeah. He would look over at him and <laughs> give yeah. him a stink eye. Because, uh, tell you what, Justin, he doesn't fuck up. No, man, that dude is motherfucking rock solid. He's my favorite bass player of all time for a reason. Oh, yeah. Because he is rock solid. Danny also... I feel like didn't really fuck up during sound check. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him give like not a side eye, but like a, you sure about that? Look <laughs> to Adam once through his big fucking, I never realized how big and ridiculous that dude setup is. Oh yeah. You know, like you see it in videos and pictures, but when you actually see that man who is a fucking Sasquatch of a person, big guy, and it's just his head that you can see because he's surrounded by drums. <laughs> fucking wicked, dude. Yeah, it was amazing. Like the vibe uh, when they were playing the song, immaculate. It's hard to it, it was it's hard to even explain it. Like seeing something like that, you know, you just felt really special. Yeah, and like uh, like they were friendly and like talking to folks from the stage afterwards they fucked around with a little bit of fear inoculum and adam fucked around on the synths a little bit and then they're like okay it's ready for the fucking group picture yeah, let's take our picture and bro remember bro. when adam threw a little bit of shade about maynard not being able to oh i <laughs> yeah so somebody in the crowd read my mind and was like hey adam and he looked over and he goes thank you and he goes 
He's like, I would wish you guys would play that more often. He goes, ah, Maynard can't. And I, I don't, it, I don't feel like that's shade either. No. I feel like that's look. If he can't sing it these days, that's totally fine. That song rips, oh. and and I wouldn't want him to sing it if he wasn't comfortable doing no, it. You know what no. I mean? Like that totally is fine. Maynard's getting to be an old man. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I've wanted to hear that one live since oh, I saw no, them. Man. Uh, Way back. I mean, I've I've seen it live. Yeah, me too. But it's been a while. They played that one the first show I ever went to. They played it the first show I ever went to. Yeah, it was fun. Um, he busted out his little <laughs> megaphone. Mac, <laughs> mac. Um. So after that, like, um, they take the they take the picture and. Oh well, hold on. Oh yeah, the before best the thing picture, of all time. So, uh, so before the picture starts, right? They're like, okay, we need everybody to squeeze in. So we start squeezing in. And out of nowhere, this sort of tiny older lady, I would say maybe in her late 50s or 60s, yeah. shows up next to me. And bro, bro, buddy, you know me. I'm not the kind of person to say this specifically about a lady or ladies. But this lady was a space cadet. Mm-hmm. She was like the like everything. She's and so she's standing right next to me and Adam and Danny go past all of us to get in the back. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, Danny's going to be in the back of the fucking. Yeah. He's 12 feet. Tall. Yeah. He's a goddamn Wookiee. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, Justin is going down everybody in the front row, shaking all their hands, dapping them up and stuff. And I'm like, don't, don't come down here, Justin. I can't do this. Don't do this to me. And he just keeps coming and I'm going to take the opportunity. You know, so I hit him with the fit fist and I go, hey, man, thanks for everything. And he goes, oh, mate. And he holds out his hand to hand me a guitar pick, a bass pick. And then the oh, <laughs> lady next to me reaches for it and she goes, oh, and he go, he pulls it away and he goes, shakes his head. Shake, at yeah, he does the side to side head uh, shake like Mm-mm. and then hands it to me. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And he's like, yeah. And then just walks up. I. Uh, and then immediately, Steve, my hands start shaking like I've got the DTs. Like I am detoxing and off of booze. It didn't stop shaking for, for at least an hour. Dude, it yeah. was bad. I hate that that's how I reacted, but I... Oh, come on, Bro, man. my hands started shaking real bad. And I was like, we need to get that picture taken and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that picture. That was, um, that was a really fucking cool moment, man. Yeah, man. That was really awesome. And, you know... Fuck that lady. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, like, yeah, I agree. But also, like, she got caught up. Like, yeah, it, it's the way it happens. Maybe she thought that he was handing them out to everybody. Oh, maybe. maybe you know, let's yeah. give her, let's okay. give her the benefit Yeah, of the I'm doubt. down to give her a yeah. little bit of benefit of the doubt. Or she could have just... Stealing your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to see if they've posted the, the photo yet. I don't think they have just yet. Yeah, and then after that, we filed out and they took us to merch merch where that we were supposed to go to the front of the line again because you know that way the wheelchair is yeah the first out and yeah. it makes total sense but there were some some yeah. sweaties <laughs> so our buddy will from the venue starts taking us to merch and he's like um he's like how was sound check and i can't i'm like it was it was amazing i, I can't talk I'm like i <laughs> I am just throw. I am my consciousness is shooting through the galaxy at fucking five million miles an hour, and I'm trying not to have a come apart in fucking public. So he's like, I was like, so are you taking us to the merch? And he's like, yeah, I think you guys are gonna be the first in line. 
and we're on the elevator and the door opens ding ding and it just all you see <laughs> like dawn of the dead or some shit is five or six people fucking i bet I booking bet it ran i bet oh they did ran. they were ran past us yeah we were like third or fourth in yeah line. it wasn't like we had to wait a ton but it was funny there was so, you know trucking. like i'm not because some of those people that legitimately co- collect the posters not for flipping purposes like try to get them all yeah I'm only interested in ones I've actually been to the show for. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm definitely getting a poster. We'll see what else happens. Kind of need a, no, a new hoodie. We'll see what happens. And bro, it just. The poster's sick, by the, the way. The poster for this show was sick. We should post it on. You should yeah. post it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you may already have, but uh, on the Blue Harvest. Oh, so people have. see it. But yeah, it's, um, it's fucking sick, man. It's a great poster. I got one too. I wasn't even planning on oh, you know what's so money. funny? Oh my God. So we were standing in line and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely getting a poster because I brought poster sleeves and shit. I was prepared. And Will or Steve was like, yeah, I don't think I'll even get anything at merch. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna. And he was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. So I'm standing there. And then right before we go down to sound check, Steve goes, you know what? I think I'm gonna get a poster. Yeah, just, just as a, a commem- to commemorate the weekend. Even. Yep, that's that was my main reason for getting it. Um, I mean, VIP like the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Like the poster is incredible. You know, yeah. it's worth being framed. It's yeah. high quality art. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you got the signed one. So I knew since this is probably I can't imagine a situation where I do tool vip again i'd love to i'll never say never but i knew it was something it's a bucket list thing sure i want to do it once and i was like because you know they sell typically they have between 666 and 750 posters at any show Mm -hmm. and then a certain number of those are signed i've never been able to get a signed one because by the time i get up to the merch booth the signed ones are sold out usually to people in vip right right and I was thinking, well, if it's available, I'm going to get one. And then I was like, if I'm feeling real silly, I might buy a drum head because they sell those too. Signed drum head. Yeah, yeah, they sell signed snare and bass drum heads with the crazy artwork on it. And, and then Danny Carey plays some big bass drums. Let me just yeah, put it that does. way. <laughs> he plays a 24 and a 22. Okay. Why do I know that? Because I'm an idiot. Um, and so I was like, man. The drum head to me seems like kind of the holy grail of the collectible in that group. So we get there, and this is the only time I've been at one of their merch booths where everything's in stock, all the signed stuff and everything. And there's one of the bass drum heads. $2,300. I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, there's a signed snare. $800. Nope. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm sitting there looking, and the merch guy's like, what can I help you with? And I go, can I get a signed poster? And he was like, yeah, I'll get you a signed poster. I had to go with the signed poster. Man, yeah. To me, I would rather have the signed poster than the drum head and the because snare head anyway. You know what would be cool is if, like, in three days, I could get the Birmingham drum head. Like, right. the actual, because they're always a couple shows behind mm-hmm. the ones they're selling, right? That would um, be cool. That would be cool, but nah, man, the poster's it. Right. Yeah, I think so. And, and then, like... They sell like a, a challenge coin that's unique to each show. I was like, well, give me one of those because I'm going to frame that with a poster and just go ahead and fucking throw a hoodie in there, goddammit. And you're wearing it right now and, and it it's looks fresh, I haven't man. Taken it's so it. cool. I haven't taken it off since we got back from the show. It's got the, the eye on the front and gold. Yep. yep. 
and on the back it's got like a bunch of eyes like in kind and of like a, a mandala in a mandala it, yeah. it really reminds me of like angel from evangelion like mm-hmm. one of the angel designs and it's really nice so yep i spent way too much money but it, i this was all planned right mm-hmm. like i was like when i get my bonus end of the year bonus from work i'm probably getting us vip and i'm gonna put some money aside to get a signed poster this was all planned it's not like i made a bad financial decision mm-hmm. i saved for it so we get and like man how good is that gonna look on that back wall because i have oh, yeah so the other thing we did was got the, the spot picked up oh yeah everything yeah, yeah. it's been picked out since i moved into this house i was like that's where the p- poster for birmingham's gonna go Fuck yeah. um the other thing we did is yesterday we went by a frame shop and dropped off all the dumb shit i'm getting framed with that poster and it's gonna look sick yep you're framing the, um, pick. The, the the pick the ticket and the coin yep and my my pass my vip pass okay yeah the the lanyard yep yeah yep. not, well, the, the, not actual, the actual not, right but, the, but yeah. the card on it yeah um so we do all that and then we have some time to kill so we go to the reception this was where this was the only part of the vip experience that i thought was a little like eh, and well and okay. so this it's is fine. the thing the the vip reception is not run by tool themselves i, I figured they're yeah. they, like they kind of are up to the good graces of the venue to provide mm-hmm. the food and shit and i've heard people show up and be like man the the venue the vip food was uh, catered by a local steakhouse and it was amazing not this time. I, and, and I'm sure that the band or whoever just it deals with it has a budget. Yep. And and they're like, hey, here's what we've got to spend for the venue. Yep. And they make it happen. But Yeah, it was like some onion dip and some fried cheese ball. Or cheese, mac and mac cheese Mac and bites. cheese bites were like the fucking yeah. piece de resistance. Here. Yeah, I was like, and they had little plates. And I'm like, I'm about to see how many of these bad bitches I can fit on a plate, <laughs> on a tiny little plate. I did eat a couple moon pies. Oh, I did too. I tried one of each flavor. <laughs> and so I'm gonna get a chocolate on the first run, and then I went to the bathroom, and on my way back, I said, "Snag the banana." Um, what was cool though is they did have uh, some like stuff from their video yeah, set up. Those couple things from the video were really yeah. cool. They had one of the stop motion, like life size stop motion figures from Schism, and one from the Parabola video that looks really like the kind of renegade that would start a fucking wrestling federation. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, melty face big mm, mouth mm-hmm. yeah not offers nothing of substance to the world at all has never done anything positive in their life um not like justin chancellor no the, the best bass player in the game i'm sorry Araj and getty i'm sorry he's cemented he's been my favorite bass player for decades now and now like and he looks like steve i looked at him real close and i was like I wanted to be like, if I had my wits about me, after he gave me my pick, the pick, I would have gone, hey, man, you look just like one of my best friends here, and uh, I want you guys to look at each other. Look. Look at each other in the eyes. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That would have been but I, you know, I did not have that. Men- cause we did make eye contact as he was making yeah. his way down the and line. And was he said, Nani? He said, huh? Um, <laughs> the British version of Nani. He said, what? <laughs> <laughs> when we were, when I was uh, uh, paying for my stuff at March, my hands were still shaking, and Steve was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just freaked out. I'm just real freaked out right Made now." Made sense, man. I, I honestly like seeing you get caught up in the moment. Oh, you know, and like I did. It fucking, it was worth it. Um, and so then after the reception, um, oh, they had the instrument station set up where you could play like Adam's guitar and Jay, uh, Justin's bass and shit. 
and ain't it was rough. They're wanting a single person with. I got more talent musically. Uh, yeah, I just didn't want to even go. I, I was like this around. whole time. I was like, Steve, you gotta. And then I, I, I was waiting for Steve to be like, all right, I'm gonna go play Adam's guitar and then we'll leave. <laughs> and he was like, you want to go outside? You want to go outside and have a smoke? And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. And then. So this is the fucking, this is the real magic of this weekend, I think, okay? Besides all that magic shit that's already happened. We go back in. They have like a special entrance for VIP to go in and get their tickets scanned and get to their seats. And so I'm in the handicap section where Will is also going to be. In the meantime, while we're doing this, Will and Nick are heading out and have taken an Uber to the venue. Mm -hmm. And so we're texting while we're outside smoking and... Will's like, we're pulling up to the venue now. And I was like, cool. So we get inside. We start looking for our seats and shit. And we get to my section where I go in. And I'm like, all right, buddy. You go to your floor seats. I'm going to go to my handicap section. I'm sure Will will meet me here. And I go behind the curtain to go to my seats. And I hear Steve goes, Halls! And I turn around. And there's Will and Nick. They came up right, right as, as we were going to the section. Literally as you went through the curtain. Yeah. I heard Steve. And I said, Oh my God! There they are, both of our, and, and then I turn around, Hawes. Yeah, you're like, huh? <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking rad. And so we got to catch up, and then Steve and Nick went to their seats, and Will and I stayed in ours. The show was fucking sick, unbelievable. So you, in in, in unbelievable amount of generosity, gave the VIP tickets to me and Nick because I like there's. I can't see down there. You know what I mean? I would have to be on the barricade like we were right. for soundcheck. Now, that being said, in the future, if I decide like, hey, I want to do VIP again, if I could get in the front row with VIP, then I could probably yeah, do it. You yeah. know, do it. But um, it was the seats we had were unbelievable. I think they were in row six. Mm-hmm. I mean, and basically where we were at soundcheck, six rows back. Yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, <sighs> uh, man, it was I, I mean, I've I've never seen them that close. <laughs> Oh, no, definitely not me. Uh, the set was really good. Fucking Flood. Flood. They, they played, played flood. flood. They played Rosetta Stoned. Mm-hmm. Um, they nailed Descending. The yeah. last time we saw them uh, in New Orleans, which was the last time I saw Tool before this, you know, Descending's my favorite song off of their new album and like one of my favorite songs of theirs. And I was dying to see it because they didn't play it at the New Orleans show in 2020 when I went. Mm-hmm. And they kind of messed it up in New Orleans a couple, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. This time, nailed it. They did good on the um, stuff off Fear Inoculum this mm-hmm. time, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought Adam did a good job on Invincible, which is a tricky one for him to play. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, their performance was was great. Uh, Maynard was... A little more chatty little, than usual. A little chatty. Seemed like yeah. he was having a good time. Yeah, he wasn't like... I, I thought he was like fun to watch. He wasn't like over the top, really. Mm-hmm. He, but he, he was doing he his was doing weird his little, little squad dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. His little mm-hmm. golem dance, yeah. fishies. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what was what was the set? They opened with Fear Inoculum. Um, then we got Jombie, Jombie, yeah. Then Rosetta Stoned, mm-hmm. and then Intolerance, yeah. Then Descending. And then the grudge. That's right. 
and, and then, then intermission, intermission chocolate oh. chip trips and the grudge was sick. yeah i was coming back to my seat during the grudge and uh this i, was able I to, did not know <laughs> i was able I wish to... <laughs> i wish steve had texted me and been like you know we can see you and will from our section because there was one point where i had the munchies real bad them gummies kicked in and i had a few like i showed up like before we went back in, I had a couple gummies and then Will showed up and he said, Hey, I brought, brought six gummies. And I said, you will <laughs> give me two more. <laughs> and then right before uh tool, a couple more. Um, and I wish you had been like, Hey, we could see you from my section. I would have been, I'd have held my shit together a little bit. Oh, more. you were doing fine. It was just funny. Cause normally I don't drink at these shows, uh-huh, but, but Nick, Nick said, Nuh-uh. Nick puts me in the mood and, and he was constantly getting up. He said, you need another beer? Sure. Well, what's one more tall boy? So I, I was having to plot out bathroom trips. Yeah. So I was coming back uh, at at the end of the grudge. I was like, I gotta get in there and see the the end of it. And uh, I was able to. I had wanted to wait until I walked down. You mm-hmm. know, getting people's way. And I just looked over to your section, and you were just like fucking rocking out, doing the swag, dude. Like Bruh, just fucking. I back fucking and forth. love that song. But yeah. It's my it's one of my favorite songs of my favorite album of all time. It was great. Um. Yeah. And then they had their inter- intermission chocolate chip trip flood, which I what's fucking crazy to me is about. Maybe two months ago, right after I moved into the new house, I was streaming. And I can't remember if it was JP or Kevin Thrasher, maybe Alabaster Bendo. Peace and love, I can't remember. But they were like, what are you hoping to see live when you guys go see Tool? Is there a song you want to see? And I said, it'll never happen, but I want to see Flood. <laughs> and they Boom. fucking played it, bro, and it ripped. Yeah, I seen I seen them play that the first time I saw them, and yeah. then never again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never thought I would hear it again. Yeah. That was a fun one to hear. That was a highlight for sure. And then they closed with Schism, which I haven't seen in a, a little while. They nailed it. Yeah, and well. they have that extra part they add to it live that mm-hmm. is. Madonna Mia. I, I I like it, but I do like the old version too. I just I want to put that out there. I, yeah, no, but man, that more fast rock and part, vibe yeah. in, in that in mm-hmm. the new the new version. That that fast part is badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we came home. We ordered pizza. We had more gummies and whatnot, and fucking went to bed. And that's the end of this episode. <laughs> we're gonna pick up with a part two of our weekend episode. You know what we're gonna talk about? Techie eight. Right. You know what else we're going to talk about? Final Fantasy playing card game. Yes. Trading card game, which we've been fucking with today. I don't know. Maybe a little Grand Blue Fantasy versus... We'll, we'll touch on that. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, tune in next week. We'll finish up the Boys Weekend episodes. And uh, until then, go listen to Tool. Bye!